0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Fruitful Living, a Blythe Mitrals podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a life mastery and wardrobe coach whose main MO is to free individuals from comparison culture. I'm silly, spiritual, and uber passionate about living a life in true alignment and fulfillment. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps books, and conversations that help you bear a fruitful lifestyle and which serves you. Hello, my friends. Hello, hello. Can you believe it? We're at episode two, the second episode in the Life's To-Do List series. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you're wondering why I'm so quiet, I just woke up. (laughs) I woke up just a little while ago. And, uh, you know, I felt like this is the morning. This is the moment. This is the magic. Because what I want to get in with you today is the second item on life's to-do list. Yes, yes, yes. Now, if you missed it, yeah, the first episode in this season of life's to-do list was go after my happiness and I asked you three questions that I wanted you to dive into your own spaces that was the activity assigned I wanted you to dive in these three questions you know whether that was journaling whether you did you know a, a vision board if you drew about it um, you know anything cooked food. I mean, whatever, whatever came up for you to explore in those ways to be creative and and dive in. Um, and I would love to know if you haven't done it already, if you did the activity, um, I would love to see what, what came out of that. I would love to, I'd love to connect with that. Um, yeah. So the questions were, what do you want? How can I, or my life be better so how can you or your life be better and where can you implement the fun that one's my favorite <laughs> where can you implement the fun yes 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 okay so um yes if you haven't already go ahead and send those my way I would love 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 to see them and uh, yeah as you know, in this series, Life's To-Do List, it's, it's a list that I have gathered of, of all the things to come back to in and throughout your life to check in with and, and make sure you're, you're on track for everything that you want. Make sure that you're supported for everything that you want. Make sure that you are in love and in flow and abundance for everything that you want because life should be joyful. And that's why that was the first um, list on this life's to-do list was go after my happiness. Go do it. Go after it. You go get it. You go get it. Okay. So let's go to the second item of today's to-do list of this week's to-do list of of life's to-do list and this is one of my favorites. It's absolutely, it probably is my favorite in this whole series, and I'll I'll tell you why. But the second item is tend to my garden. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I'm sure you're having some thoughts, some images pop up um, as I say, tend to your garden, but let me dive into that. Um, the garden that we are going to tend to is a huge metaphor. It's space where fantasy and dreams can live. It can be a meditation-happy place. And it can be a beautiful organization tool. I use them as all of those. It's so fun. So this whole thing, this whole garden concept, right, it came to me... Uh, during an exercise with uh, one of my beautiful life coaches, Justine Jocelyn of Sapphire Empowerment, um, I would definitely recommend going to see her, especially if you're looking for someone. Um, you know, a, a, in coaching, we we have a lot of programs, right? There's a lot of things that we're getting to results-wise, but if you're just wanting to see someone on a regular basis, you know, whether that's once a month, two weeks, once a week, whatever that is um, Justine is a great person to go to because she adjusts, um, to what your needs are when you show up that day, you know, to what you've been working on and so on and so forth. So, um, I, I think, I think she's just, she's just great. And she's got a lot of really wonderful exercises and she's also really big on, on following the joy. And I think actually my, my specific love and taste for, for, um, following the joy, I think that stems from my relationship with Justine Jocelyn. So, um, yeah, I I would absolutely recommend her. Um, but yeah, so at the, I will say this, if you're starting to look into Justine Jocelyn, if you're looking into Sapphire Empowerment, at the time that I'm recording this, this isn't like, this isn't a forever thing. This is just at the time that I'm recording this, um, She's definitely still in development as far as an online presence. She's building her website, doing all those things. So she's she's never had to you know do that before. Not that she necessarily needs to do it now, but it's like, well, you know, (laughs) probably probably it's time to do it. You know, at least that's that's the gist that I get from her. Um, But yeah, even though she doesn't have an online presence, it's it's very. The practice is very alive, and you, you could find it on Google. In fact, if you look on Google, you'll see a review that I left. I, I, I tell you, she's a true gem. She's just, she's, she's an angel. She, I think she's a walking angel. But, anywho, this garden, right? Tending to the garden. So, we came up with this idea during a session. She had been doing a lot of work in her garden. That's that's how she tells it. Or that's how, you know, I remember her telling me about it. Um so she had been working doing a lot of work in her garden and we were discussing how to game plan and lay out everything that is in the works for Blythe Mitrals. because I just had a lot of stuff. I mean, at the time I was doing way too many things. Way, way, way. If you think of right now what I'm doing as the most, uh <laughs> Back then, I, oh my gosh, I forgive you and I love you. I'm talking to my inner child. (sighs) I love you. I send you so much love. If you think I'm doing a lot now, then, uh, yeah, back then I was totally drowning. I was absolutely drowning in trying to get everything off the ground at one time. I was trying to do everything at one time. I wanted everything to be alive at one time. I wanted all the flows to be open. I wanted all the connections to be open and it was... Gosh, it's just—it's too much. It's too much. Um, I was—I was just doing a whole lot more than the most. I—I couldn't—I couldn't think straight. I didn't have stability in my life. That mixed with an abundant amount of belief and faith in myself—it's—it—it um, it was. I mean, the belief is where is what gets you is what gets you somewhere. Absolutely, but when you have no stability, that's there's no grounding. There's no peace. There's no resolve. There's no appreciation for what has been accomplished. There's just go, 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 going, right? Um, stability is so important. And, um, you know, so, so that amount of belief and faith in myself, fortunately has, has never gone away. And I definitely, you know, believe and, and hold faith in what I'm doing. Absolutely. So you know it's it's wonderful that I was there, but the stability uh, is so needed, and and I'm I'm doing, I really feel like I'm doing ten times better now that I have the stability. So this metaphor, right? It it helped me see the light that I was searching for. So so let me let me dive into let me dive into it. So Justine goes, imagine Blythe Myrtle's as your garden. I'm just kind of a loose quote, but she's like saying, you know, imagine Blythe Myrtle's as your garden and you have several flower. And in one, you have your apparel line. The other, you have your coaching. And another, you have Bainbridge Island. And the other, you have your healing, your IBS, and so on and so forth. And uh, I just, I, whoa, that's just sunk with me immediately. And I just, I thought it was so good, right? Don't you think that's good? And uh, as we continue to discuss it, I came up with ideas of how to draw it out. So she, so she came up with the actual metaphor. But then, I thought of actually implementing it into an exercise, and it was such a total blast doing it. You know, you know me. I mean, I'm I'm all about finding the joy, and and that's so Justine too. And so we definitely found that in that space. I tried, you know, actually drawing it out, but I didn't find that to be I didn't find that to be where I most connected with. Um, that was most useful for me. So I had intended and I had kept visioning me drawing out the actual garden, but instead I think that vision that I carried with me, it really became an aid. And when I was actually putting that into, you know, the exercise, when I was implementing it, I put it into a spreadsheet. I did it on, um, you know, I use Google, so I did it on sheets and, um, and on one, on one column, I wrote down all of the things that I'm trying to do right now, and then I ended up making six different squared columns, um, and each one was dedicated to a certain area of my life. So one was like sewing or maybe stitching crane, another one was business development, one was health, one was... um, you know, I'm not sure, but, I'm, you know, one I'm sure was coaching. Another one was uh, self-improvement, you know, something like that. I, I have, but I, there were six of them. And so then I divided them into each and I like color coordinated and then I would move the, the items to what was the, be- you know, highest priority to me. And it was so, it was so useful and so clarifying and it let me see exactly what was needed for me to just start doing And for me to feel like things are coming together and it helped me realize even deeper, I knew this, but, but to see it on such a deeper level, how all connected, everything that I was doing was, but with that connectivity, right, I could separate that and I can stretch that out for what aligns with me. And and that's the power of tending to the garden. But now with this visualization, right, with this exercise over the years, when I um, meditate and they say, go to your happy place, this garden that I imagined has become my happy place, the the garden that I was going to draw out. And now I think of this garden, you know, as as my backyard in Bainbridge Island. And I don't know if it's actually going to look that way, but it's, it's a space that I, you know, go to and beyond the garden, you know, it's like a, it's like a white, cute little white fence or something. It's kind of different every time because the fence isn't very important to me, but there's a fence around the garden. And then beyond that is just this, this huge field, you know, and then back behind that is, is trees all over the place. And, uh, it's really cool because then, you know, um, I met one of my spirit guides in, in this space. Uh, my first, I met my first spirit guide or the first spirit guide that I met. And he, he came through the trees and he hopped over the fence and we had a chat and then we walked around the field and it was, uh, man, it was awesome. It was so good. And if, if the reason why the garden is so connected to me, Now, this is just something, you know, that I I think, you know, would be ideal to be on your life's to-do list. So of course you don't have to take this and run, but I love it because I'm all about, you know, things growing and evolving and expanding and it's connecting to nature. It's connecting to a space that I am creating because the flower beds and the vegetables and whatever else, they represent different areas of my life. And so I can walk around in that space. When, when I go there, when I go to this happy place or this visualization, I am able to go to those spaces and and dig, and dig through all that and find that if I don't want to grow cucumbers, I don't have to grow cucumbers. It's, oh my God, it's, a, it's fun. It's really fun. You know, so it can become a lot of different spaces for me. And it's, it's been very powerful in how I think about where i'm going with my business where i'm going with my life with my relationships with my health absolutely because i can think of them in their different beds and i can think of their different evolvement and uh you know it's just like with everything else that was really big for justine stressing this but was um you know you're you're not going to see the stem pop up after you plant your garden when you plant your garden, it doesn't just sprout up immediately and become what it is. You have to, you know, you have to set up the flower bed. You have to put the soil in. You got to put the plants in. You got to water it regularly. Make sure it gets proper sunlight or gets the amount of sunlight that it needs. Um, you know, constantly tending to your garden, making sure that you're giving it the space and the air that it needs to grow up and and be the beautiful plant, flower uh fruit, vegetable that it's going to be. and that's huge. That's huge. because when we realize that even a flower bed needs its space, needs its time, then we can see how that aligns with our own work. And I know that we know this, right? We know that it takes time. We know that it's not easy to do a business, right? but sometimes we need to be reminded of that. Sometimes we need to be connected with that so that way we can grow and evolve. And do so within a space that is beneficial to us, that serves us. Because if we keep looking, again, this is, this is comparison culture. When we keep looking at other people and seeing what they're doing and how they're accelerating, well, we've never visited their garden. We don't know the hard work that they've put into it. And they kind of tell us maybe from time to time. But we don't really know the hard work that they've had to, that they've had to put in to get to this space. So it's not that easy and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes creativity and it takes abundance and it, it takes, it takes all the things that we're searching for. And as long as that we keep working towards it, guess what? It's going to come in because we become that magnet and we attract it in. So, so I've got some, so I've got some more questions for you, uh, you know, and, to discover this with with finding the joy, with finding the garden, with tending to to the garden, and how you can start thinking about that. So, you know, this is getting specific, but what is it that you're building? That's question number one. What is it that you're building? Okay. Question number two, can you see the blueprint? Meaning, can you see exactly how it's all going to come together? not necessarily getting lost in the how, but letting yourself really travel with it and be creative and, and be in that space. Can you see the blueprint of how it works together? Maybe of the of the garden, can you see the blueprint of the garden? Can you see the layout of the garden and the drawing and, and what it's going to become? And as far as the garden, this is the third question, what flowers are you passionate about? So that's a metaphor, right? But, but maybe actually think about what flowers and fruits and vegetables that you're passionate about. Which, what are your favorites? What would be really fun for you to grow and to nurture? And how can those represent what it is that you're building? How does that fit into the blueprint that you have for your garden? and uh and my fourth well actually yeah my fourth question is what's your foundation and what is the fruit of your labor so you have so you know what you want to build you have the layout okay you know what flowers you want to grow now how are you going to put that in the beds because you have the layout but what is your flower beds what does it actually look like how are they going to be supported? What soil are you going to use to, to use as the foundation? Are you going to put one of those black mass underneath? I've never gardened before, so I don't know what that's called. <laughs> but you know, are you going to put one of those down? Um, you know, are you going to put gravel around the flower bed so you can easily walk to and you know from them? Is it going to be on a grass um, grounding? What 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 is the foundation? Do you see that metaphor in that? And. And then when you put down in the foundation, can you see the fruits (laughs) of your labor of setting that up? By giving yourself your garden and yourself such a stable grounding, can you see how much farther you're going to be able to go in doing that? So what's your foundation and what is the fruit of your labor? What are you expecting to come out from building that foundation and building what you're building? And, uh, and, the fifth question that I have for you is, could this be your happy place? Yeah? Like, I have turned mine into my happy place. Could this garden, could that be your happy place? So those are just things to think about. And um, and I'll put them, you know, So so let's just go through them one more time. One, what are you building? Two, can you see the blueprint? Three... What flowers are you passionate about? Four. What's your foundation, and what is the fruit of your labor? Five. Could this be your happy place? And in some of these, you know, they're they're yes or no, right? They're yes or no questions, but I I wouldn't just leave it as a yes and no. I would I would dive into that space. Um, you know, and I I think it's really important that you tend to this garden on a regular basis because after we build this garden we don't want it to be overflown with weeds right we don't want the weeds to come in we don't want it to toxify the what we have built here what we have magnified what we have put our heart into it's okay if they pop up every once in a while but but we want to work in keeping the weeds out if your garden starts to be overflown um or overgrown with weeds Whew, the work to get back into that, that you know, that tune-up, that tune right? To be back in sync and then you have to have to monitor it regularly and, and keep that safe space abundant and alive and joyful. Weeds are, you know, some weeds are really pretty, but for the most part, they're, they're a hassle. So that's the, that's the whole point in this is that we want to make sure that the weeds don't come in. So, so think about how you can challenge yourself with using this garden and looking at the weeds within your life and keeping them out. You know, I kind of talked about this before, but I just, you know, the garden has just truly shaped my visions and my plans. Um, before, I used to feel like I had to get off the ground right now, and then it would all be alive. I thought that it all had to be going at one time for it to be alive now. So, you know, and to summarize... For me, this garden has shaped my visions and plans. You know, it's, it's, in fact, excelled them. And I've been able to see them in such greater capacity uh, because I'm not so close-minded. I can, I can zoom in in the specific growth. See, before, I used to feel like I had to get all of the things off the ground right now. And then it would be alive. That's how I made it alive, was I made all of them happen right now. But when you plant something, you don't see the stem pop out of the soil until a significant amount of time has passed. It's the same with goals and ambitions. So that's why tending to your garden is so important and why I put that on life's to-do list. Tending to my garden has led me to to meet my spiritual guide, Captain. He is so loving and so supportive and he wants nothing but the best for me as I hope all spirit guides would but but you know having the issues with my with my parents that I've had you know growing up and um and and now you know it's very much alive unfortunately um yeah that's that's a real shame but you know I don't know there's only so much I can do <laughs> trust me I've tried but yeah, but no, he, he really wants, he really wants to be that, that other parent, you know, that another father figure, another parent in my life. And just, you know, when I, when I need it, um, so that way I know that, that I have love for exactly as I am, not this ideal of who I am and, and what they think of me, but as actually how I am right now, how I've been in the past and how i be in the future. It's true, unconditional love not just unconditional love because I am what I am, but because it's unconditional love no matter who I am and the belief that I'm going to be able to get through this. And he knows. He's been able to tell me that it's all going to happen. It's all going to come together. Um, he's encouraged me to write. He's encouraged me to explore. Uh, he knows I got this, and sometimes he will kind of nod at me like, you don't need me to tell you this, but if, you know. But I'll tell you, because you, but you already know, he's he's great. Captain is great. I'm so grateful for Captain, and uh, I met him because I tended to my garden. And this is, you know, obviously this is very personal. And if you don't dive into spiritual guides, that's fine. You know, as as you know, if you've listened to my other podcast, I'm very woo woo, right? So that's something that has been wonderful for me. Um, but if that's not your space, it's fine. Regardless, what I am describing is something magical and it's something joyful. And I think that if we all tend to our garden, that we could all receive this joy and um, we could all receive this abundance and this magic. Absolutely, I think the magic could just flow right in. So with that, the activity that we have for Tend to Our Garden is... I want you to make the ex- make it the exercise that I made it into. I want you to sketch out your garden or you know that that can be you can journal it out. You can do a spreadsheet like I did, draw it out, collage it. What you know what whatever it ends up being. Oh, a collage, that'd be really cool. But, you know, you could use post-it notes on your wall. You know, give each one, you know, a topic and then kind of use a triangle system down and and triangle it down um, from there and just see where it goes. Do it for any part of your life that you're trying to gather together and make a thing. Absolutely. For anything that's coming up for you. So if you just want to do it in one space, that's fine. I got such benefit out of doing it out of several spaces that I was working on. Um, But if you just want to do it with one, that's great. Do it with one. Um, Just make it a thing, right? So it can be personal, professional, or somewhere in between. It could be all of them or one of them, right? But find a way to sketch out your garden. Okay, guys. Well, this has been the second item on life's to-do list, tend to my garden. Guys, this is so great. I am loving doing this. I hope you're loving the content and, uh, I'm really stoked to see you next week as, uh, you know, if you haven't done already, go ahead and follow me at Blythe Mitrals. You'll get, you know, updates on all the Blythe Mitrals podcasts. Uh, an even better way is to subscribe to my newsletter. And then, you know, exactly when things are coming out as they're coming out, including the blog. If you're interested in, in you know, doing the blog, they're not, they're, you know, they're pretty short blogs. Um, and I, I I think they're useful, but you know, whatever, maybe that's bias over here, <laughs> but yeah, no, follow me. Um, and, uh, if you want to have a chat about this, uh, I, I would love to talk to you. I'd love to just talk to you. And then with, you know, the activity, if you, if you end up doing it, please, please share a picture you know, do, do a hashtag fruitful living, do a hashtag tend to my garden, do a hashtag life mitral, whatever's coming up for you. Um, or tag me in it. I would love to be tagged in it. I would, if you're posting us on Instagram, of course, but if you just, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. And if you just want to, you know, send me a picture or just share with me what your experience was, I would love that. I would so love that. You know, I find that a lot of people, a lot of podcasters, they always say like, no, I really want you to reach out. But the thing is, at least in my case, I I, I really do. I don't want you to feel like I'm someone that's like, oh, you know, not going to be about it if you send a message my way. I am literally asking you. That's my call to action. <laughs> with this episode, with any of my episodes. You know, if you have something that you want to share with me, I want to hear it. I want to hear it and I want to chat. So with that, I'll leave it. I'll leave you to your day. I'll leave you to your life's to-do list. I can't wait to hear what happens with how you tended to your garden. And, um, and yeah. Okay, guys, I am sending you all the vibes, all the goodness, all the magic. I believe in you. You've got this. I've got this. And uh, I'll talk to you next week with the next item on life's to-do list. Okay, this has been Fruitful Living, and I'll talk to you later.